First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, there's a big attempt now by one of the trusts, it's the South Africa Future Trust today, uh, to try and get as much money as possible to help uh, basically kickstart job creation and the development of small and medium enterprises. An announcement, in fact, that around 1 billion rand is now being provided by by the organization Oppenheimer Generations, of course, representing the Oppenheimer family. You know they've played such a big role in our history. The executive chair of Oppenheimer Generations is Jonathan Oppenheimer. Jonathan, good morning and thank you for your time this morning. Morning, Stephen. Good to be on your show. What kind of help are you giving to entrepreneurs? What are you doing? Well, uh, we're, 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 we're reworking and recycling and repurposing the South Africa Future Trust, which uh, was the fam- or my side of the family's response to the crisis that the kicked off in March of 2020 with COVID. And I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you remember when uh, the president announced the, the general lockdown, he also at that same time announced that uh, my father and I and my kids um, had made a 1 billion rand commitment to support SMMEs in a transit, uh, to help them and particularly their employees transition uh, from their formal jobs, which were basically ceasing because those businesses had mm-hmm. to shutter uh, into uh, a more sustainable space with social grants and the like. So we provided 15 weeks of, of income relief to employees of SMMEs that applied. And it was a remarkably successful journey. The neat thing is the way we did that um, has resulted in the trust that was created getting that some of that money back, not all of it, but some of it. And our expectation is over the next couple of years, we'll get a lot of it back. And uh, that money sits in a trust which is uh, committed to working with SMMEs to help South Africa, help growth. And it's uh, it now needs to figure out what to do. And even at the inception, we certainly thought, we didn't think too much about the details because mm. COVID was the crisis. We thought about what the South Africa Future Trust version 2.0 would look like. And this really, the conversations that we're having now and the launch in November of the SMME conference at Gallagher are all about uh, the reimagining of South Africa Future Trust version 1.0, COVID relief into 2.0. How do we reach out, touch, support, engage, and enable SMMEs to make their meaningful and right contribution to the South African economy? Every time I speak to a small business owner, I always ask them, you know, what's been the hardest part? Um, and it so often comes back to the same thing, the capital to get things going. I'm sure you've done research and I'm sure you've come up with, with similar responses. But I mean, there are quite a few other programs that do this as well. Um, but it does show you how important some starting capital is. Just get going and then uh, support after that to get them to the next level. I mean, in the end, you want them to employ as many people as possible. A hundred percent. We're not just doing capital. We've we've done a, a lot of research and we've been trying to identify sort of the the building blocks that are really, really necessary and difficult to access for SMMEs. And as we've done that research, a lot of the the pieces, uh, yeah, absolutely built on the foundation of capital, but access to data. Um, Critically, uh, access to cash flow. Cash flow for small businesses is nearly more important than than capital. And one of the you know, classic case in point, if you've got a small business, super excited, 
contracts with a big corporate or government and they're lucky if they get paid in 90 to 120 days. What happens? Well, SMME goes bust because it doesn't have the depth of pocket to carry itself through that working time. So one of the things we're looking at is, is trying to do some sort of invoice financing to help them. What we're looking at are solutions around making sure that they can get good market data through access to information. Uh, we're looking at uh, communication, how, you know, if you're a small sales force, uh, the cost of data and managing your people on the road through mobile data is incredibly expensive. Are there ways to, to, to help that? And what we're, we're trying to conceive is, is to build a, a platform, a sort of community, a space where these incremental value creating opportunities, whether it's it's mobile data, whether it's payment systems, whether it's sort of funding of, of, of receivables, whether it's you name it, uh, and also critically a whole bunch of non-financial instruments, uh, you know, coaching for, for entrepreneurs on the classic mistakes that are made, how to manage cash flow, how to forecast uh, sales, how to drive a marketing campaign. We're going to hopefully the plan is to to build an ecosystem where those functions mm. in collaboration with the best of the breeds that we can find can be crowded in to support the SMME community and make sure that uh, they can really really begin to grow and really begin to prosper and, and make the contribution that they have to make to South Africa so that we can be a successful nation. Um, is there a role for government policy in that? I mean, is government policy sort of getting in the way a bit or is it empowering people enough to try and lead to economic growth, to try and help people in this position? Honestly, there's for me, there is an enormous mismatch between uh, the cadence, the timing of government policy and the needs of SMMEs. A small business lives and dies by its ability to get cash in the door today. And if it can do that, it succeeds. If it can't, it generally doesn't. And so for us, we're, we're not trying to work on a basically being a lobbying effort to improve the policy environment. The environment is as we face today, and we need to deal with that. And we need to support SMMEs that face that starting at six o'clock in the morning when they wake up mm. or four o'clock in the morning when they wake up and 10, 11 o'clock in the evening when they go to bed. We have to deal with the environment they're in today. And that's our belief that we can really help them navigate that. And government, uh, yeah, if government uh, works and they are trying uh, to put policies in place that help SMME, so much the better. But it's we're, we're not reliant on that. And our expectation is that the vast majority of SMMEs that we touch. I mean, if you actually ask them mm. the regulations under which they operated, I wouldn't be sure that they actually mm. knew. Uh, Jonathan, your family has such a long history in South Africa. One of the recent histories about a member of your family is on my bookcase. I'm, I'm ashamed to say still unread. But in some ways, uh, the history of your family is the history of mining and industrialization in South Africa, sort of. Um, and that's affected so many people. It's changed our country. How do you see the role of the, the Oppenheimer family now? I mean, part of your role is clearly what you're talking to us about today. Well, I, you know, my, my great-grandfather, uh, Harry's father, said, the, 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 well, actually, he, I don't think he even said it, but used to often reference, at least in family law, that uh, causing a man to be able to fish was much better than giving a man a fish. So teaching a man to fish is better than giving a man to fish. 
And in my mind, if we can have prosperity, we can have growth, we can have opportunity, uh, that is so much more powerful than handouts, government grants, um, philanthropy, you name it. But there are really, really important roles for those, those, those interventions, the grants, the philanthropies, the food parcels and the likes in moments of crisis. But what we want to aim to have is a world where we don't have moments of crisis, where we have people whose aspirations can be achieved by their own endeavor, where an honest day's work is rewarded with an honest day's pay, where we have an environment where if you really want to do an Elon Musk and send people to Mars, you're able to do that uh, through your own endeavor uh, in a competitive environment. And uh, we, what we don't want is a space, a world where um, everybody is just standing on the side of the road with a handout waiting for something, somebody to, mm. to put it for some reason in, in that hand. And for me, uh, as what am I, fourth generation uh, mm -hmm. South African on my paternal side and sixth or seventh generation South African on my maternal side, this is home. And what I want is to see the most extraordinary, successful, vibrant, prosperous South Africa possible. And to do that, we need two things. We need labor. We've got a lot of that. We've got a lot of human capability, which we need to be able to engage with and, and, and activate. And to do that, you need capital. And right now, other than in the financial markets, find something that we can invest in. You know, nobody wants to invest in energy generation because the environment is, is unattractive. When was the last wind farm built in South Africa? When was the last large solar system put in place in South Africa and connected to the grid? When was there a private operator who wanted to come in and build new energy sources? What's happening to our roads? So if you're trying to move logistics around the country, uh, what we need are, are, is, a, is a space which is um, super exciting, mm -hmm. super dynamic, super enabling, and full of opportunity. And frankly, my role, in as much as there is one, is yes to do things like the South Africa Future Trust 2.0, yes to help SMMEs who are the people who will employ the vast majority of people. But it's also my job to bring capital to, to focus on Africa, on South Africa, on Africa, because if we don't do that, we can't grow. You have to have both. You have to have the capital and you have to have the people. We got the people. Right now, we don't have the capital going into the real economy. And Jonathan, I realize we, we, we don't get to control members of our families. Uh, you're a father. I'm a father. <laughs> I think you and I can agree on that. I have noticed that um, some members of your family have been... Uh, quite generous with political donations. And they all sort of go to one party, uh, generally the DA. There's a long sort of family tradition of that, isn't there, going back a long way? Well, the, the man, my grandfather, the man whose who's book is on your shelf, uh, basically was, were, along with Helen Sussman, was the founder of the Progressive Federal Party, which is, I would argue, the the foundational root of the DA. So yes, the family has a very long uh, relationship with liberal politics, and we firmly believe in a small c capitalist, small l liberal society where people are able to achieve their ambitions through endeavor. And uh, we continue to want to see a vibrant, dynamic uh, political environment in South Africa that has 
South Africans at at the core of any agenda and South Africa's well-being at the core of any agenda. And you know, we will continue as, as a family to to put our weight behind that in whatever way we can. As you said, I can't I can't speak nor influence what my cousins do. Um, and they've been very, very active in, in the sort of financial support and direct political support of, of parties. And I, I laud them for that. Um, my father, Nicky, and I have a, a, a more engaged participatory view in terms of having ongoing conversations with all parties about the, the political structures, what a successful South Africa needs in terms of being an attractive environment for capital, how we, how we go about creating a, uh, a space that, that is appealing to people in South Africa and gives them the opportunity to prosper and succeed and is attractive internationally so that we are a preferred destination for global flows uh, and local flows. And if we have any, you know, if, if our fingerprints are left on, on that and that happens, I will sleep well at night. Jonathan Oppenheimer, thank you for your time. I wasn't sure if you are going to answer all of my questions, but thank you very much indeed. Jonathan Oppenheimer is the Executive Chair of Oppenheimer Generations.